Lewis. What's up, what's up? It's your boy AT and your boy AE coming to you live and direct with another episode of Bars, Rhymes and Life where we break down the bars, relate to the rhymes so we can shed light on our lives. Just listen. Welcome to another episode of Bars, Rhymes and Life. Alan, how are you feeling today, my brother? Feeling good, feeling good. John Connor, Broken Mirror, my pick this week. What did you think, Alan? Entirely new track for me and uh, new artist. I, I saw the name at first and I thought, is, is this the, the guy from Terminator doing a track? But I, apparently it's not. Although I did read that he calls himself the People's Rapper, so I thought it could be a reference to that in, in terms of the the story i really i enjoyed the flow and i always enjoy hearing new artists so yeah i was looking forward to it yeah i i only know this song of his i don't know much of his catalog came up through the spotify algorithm but i found it gritty i liked the sample in the background and i found his rap style grabbed my attention and i liked his flow and i just liked the attack and you know what some really relatable stories in this this track he's written it in that manner to sort of describe about reflection about certain situations that i think are quite universal for a lot of people and i definitely think give this track a listen if anyone hasn't had a chance to listen to it give it give it a shot i really i do like this artist and i do feel like i'm gonna go out my way to listen to some more of this stuff i wanted to listen to this a few times a lot of replayability in this track Hence why I picked it. And I'm ready to go, man. So who's up first? I'm up first. High school, I knew who I was. I had direction. A leader, I ain't following nobody. Always progressing. High school, I knew who I was. I had direction. A leader, I ain't following nobody. Always progressing. Buzz. I highlighted this. It's funny you just talked about how relatable it is. I highlighted this because it is the complete opposite of what I was at high school. <laughs> and I just thought that was really funny. I had, I had no direction. I had no idea where I was going or who I was or who I wanted to be. And maybe I did some progressing, but I also did a lot of just going backwards. And I think shout out to this guy for having his shit together at a time when it's really hard to do that. Like at that age, it's hard. You've got lots of things pulling you in different directions, social pressures, peer pressures, parental pressure. And and at the same time, you're like emotionally physiologically just going through all sorts of change it can be a tough time and it can be really helpful at that time to have people to lean on people you look up to and it doesn't make you a sheep or a follower but having people who can help you grow or who can inspire you in some way is super important and if you're like john here and you feel like you've really got your feet well planted in the ground then maybe you can be that person for someone else in whatever way that might be. So for John, it might be through his music. He's reaching out to people, inspiring them and whatnot. For you, it might be something else. But whatever the case, if you can support the people around you and let them support you, you're going to 
all going to move in a, in a good direction. So yeah, not not exactly relatable to me, but really good advice nonetheless. <laughs> Sick words, man. Who's next? You're up. She at the university trying to fit in, blowing intuition. Was a good girl back at the crib, but now she different. Blowing trees, she was never into it. It's the influence of her roomie. She with it because all her friends do it. Back home, she knew people. Now she's with these new people. She don't know herself no more. Now she feeling like two people. University trying to fit in, blowing tuition was a good girl back at the crib, but now she different. Blowing trees, she was never into it. It's the influence of a roomie, she with it, cause all her friends do it. Back home, she knew people, now she round these new people. She don't know herself no more, now she feeling like two people. Snapped you on the last two lines there. Bro, the amount of people I saw at uni that fits this description is ridiculous. I mean, John is describing it here with the view of a girl. But I've seen guys be just as bad, just as bad at this too. You know what? I think peer pressure induced actions definitely lead you to some sort of mini crises in your life. You know how like you can have a mini stroke and over a period of time you have enough mini strokes that you lead to a full blown stroke. I think the same goes with peer pressure induced actions. If you weren't much of a drinker and then you go to uni and like every other day you're getting absolutely fucked, yeah? You're just getting drunk to the point where you're just, you know, a mess every other day. Especially on the days that you don't even want to do it because you were never much of a drinker in the first place. You're going to feel good in the moment and then the very next day you're going to be like, why did I do that? I didn't even want to. I didn't even want to. I didn't want to do that. If you start smoking weed because you're getting peer pressured into it and you smoke and then you don't like the way it feels or it makes you, you know, feel a bit odd, or you have a bit of an odd reaction to it, but then you go and smoke it again and then you go and smoke it again and you go smoke it again because everyone else is doing it and is just offering it to you and telling you to do it. At some point, you're going to snap, but you're going to snap internally and it and it's just, you know, going to happen so much so and he puts it so sickly here that eventually you won't know yourself anymore and you kind of develop a conflict of identity and you end up feeling like two different people so i just thought it was really clever how he did that there i thought it was sick yeah it's funny i thought of the same thing it i, I snapped you on the last two lines there back when she knew people feeling like two people and it made me think of going from high school to university it's probably the first big social change that you go through going up. You you start in this relatively small environment. Even you go even if you go to a big city like secondary school, you've been there for five or six years. It's a little community. You know people, you know all the social norms, the different groups in that community. And then you move into this brand new place with all new people, new social rules, new everything. And for me, I remember feeling like it took a while to adjust to who I was in that environment because you do change and, and you grow up and whatnot. But to begin with, you have this kind of in-between period where you do feel like two people. There's the you from secondary school and then there's the you who you're becoming as a university, you know, a university student. And eventually you kind of fall into it and settle into who you become. But in that beginning period, it can be quite disorienting to find your feet in this new environment and then just kind of figure out where you are socially. So it really took me back to that time. It's crazy you speak like that because it's very different for me. The way I felt at high school 
it's similar to feeling like I changed a bit this way and I changed a bit that way and I kind of I never I never I never really did drugs and I, I mean I drank a bit here and there with you guys but I felt like we did it on our own terms when I got to uni I feel like I was very John Connor-esque I fucking hated uni because I knew who I was and I didn't feel like I fitted around the people that I was around because I just saw a lot of people just being fake and you know when you see people react to alcohol in a way that it's like they're drinking it for the first time because us boys had done it we'd done it for about five six years before the appeal to it was not as crazy as it was for someone who may be doing it for the first time the same goes for the smoking weed i didn't i smoked weed for the first time when i was 30 in amsterdam with alan because it was legal to do so in that country prior to that i'd never consumed it before because I never wanted to, but it's interesting you say that because I I felt very very alone at uni because I was very very driven into I'm not going to be I'm not going to conform to any sense of personality type and be peer pressured into doing things that I simply just don't want to do. Yeah, there's definitely a mentality at university of doing the thing that everyone's doing and if, if you're not if you're not up for it if you're not into doing like like the lads football or the the rugby team or just being one of those in one of those crews you, it can be harder but I, i'm glad that you were like stuck to your guns and did what you wanted to do you know facts bro who's next you're up next trying to keep up with this bullshit can consume people talking loud wrong crowd you're fucking the same dudes trying to keep up with this bullshit can consume people talking loud wrong crowd y'all fucking the same dudes nothing but truths here alan and on top of this i think it's really important to state that this just doesn't stop after uni it carries it just carries on well into adulthood as well it's really important that you don't let the bullshit consume you and while it's really really hard never compare yourself to the fake insta I have a beautiful life. I have everything that you can't get kind of life picks. Yeah. Never get consumed by having the girl or the guy that someone else has. And you think that, oh, maybe I will get with them because that will make me as unique or as a special or as popular as the other person. It will just lead you to situations where you end up fucking the same dudes and the same girls. And it, I do feel like it does hinder what you feel internally i don't think you can feel good about getting with a guy that someone else has had because say for instance you really like this girl and she's got a a boyfriend that you think is better looking than you more successful than you or anything and then you think oh you know if i get her i will be as cool or as successful or as good looking as him and then if it happens you never, never, re- you rarely ever feel that feeling. You almost just feel a little bit empty. And I just find it a unique situation that is sadly quite replicated. It's quite relatable. A lot of people see this around and talk about this shit all the time. Yeah, definitely something a lot of people have experience with, I reckon. You're up again. Funny how shit could have been if you stayed you. Out of control on the path of misdirection. It's the crazy life when you live in a misconception, for real. Funny how shit could have been if you'd have stayed you out of control on the path of misdirection. It's the crazy life when you live in a misconception. Just on top of the truth, 
of just staying with you. Like, if you can just be you, you, you life would have been different. And I feel like that at certain points in my life where I was like, you know, Abby, had you just stayed true to yourself, maybe that might not have happened to you. Maybe this might not have happened to you. And I feel like I really wanted to highlight how good the flow and the wordplay is here. It's simple. And sometimes it's just very difficult to pull off, but it's really tight too. And sometimes it's really difficult to just pull off simple bars. Like, hey, it's out of control on the path of misdirection. It's the crazy life when you live in a misconception. It's it's just simple, but it's so powerful at the same time. I really just like the the, the message and I just like the bars. Nice. I'm up next. The coolest N-word in high school was exactly that. The coolest N-word in high school. Time passed right by you. Past the days of glory. Keep telling them war stories. Leeching off baby mamas. He never set his priorities. The coolest nigga in high school was exactly that. The coolest nigga in high school. Time passed right by you. Past his days of glory. Keep telling them war stories. Leeching off baby mamas. He never set his priorities. I said before that you often change when you leave school. And you stop being the person you were. Or if you don't stop, you at least grow and, and become, you know, more than that. But not everyone does. And some people get stuck in that personality, in that mentality that they had at high school. And I've definitely felt this when I've run into people that I knew at school later in life. Some when I was at uni, others even later. And I just, I just felt like they were still operating on that level and it can be quite subtle it might be how they interact or or what they're interested in what they're not interested in and and in a way it it feels like a shame because i think there's so much more to see and experience than you realize when you're at that age like i think back to who i was back then and there's just so much i hadn't experienced so much i didn't know i wouldn't want to be that person again you know i'd only experienced things from a very narrow point of view like i said before you're in this tiny little community and that's that's your world that's cool you don't know the world outside i just feel more complete as a person having grown up and changed a bit so yeah i think try not to let time pass you by as he says and don't don't peak in high school and don't let that be your only your only thing you can look back on and say that was the best time of my life there's no need for Absolutely, high school can be good and you can look back on it fondly, but you, you've got a lot more to look forward to. So, yeah, don't don't just live in the past. Facts, bro, facts. Who's next? You're up. The hose that he used to fuck is what defines him. Sleeping on different couches, got seeds in different three different houses. But if you ask about him, he barely know nothing about him. I don't want him around me. All I know about him is he broke and he brag about being in and out of the county. The hoes that he used to fuck is what defines him. Sleeping on different couches, got seats in three different houses. But if you ask him about him, he barely know nothing about him. I don't want him around me. All I know about him is he broke and he brag about being in and out the county. There's always one in it, Alan. There's always one player player in your year at school. I can't remember who it was in our year, but there's always one player player. <laughs> that one guy that gets all the girls or gets girls all the time. And in some ways, it's kind of what forever defines him. If, oh, it's that guy. That's the guy who got with that girl and that girl and that girl. Or that's the guy who was playing this girl with that girl or whatever. 
but that look similar to what you said before that look proper becomes very tired and weary after a certain age and to live off that shit is kind of like living with no substance it's kind of like living with no substance if you try to replicate the identity you had at high school and then you try to re-replicate it again at uni and then you try to re-replicate it again in the, like it just becomes tiresome it becomes boring and it becomes just no substance and then the whole i don't want him around me and if you hear john in his delivery it's so fire because he's you can hear the aggression like i don't want this guy around me like i don't care that i knew him back then at school or whatever or he's my mate i don't want nothing to do with this person and there's something that i've learned to develop over the years too which is make it clear that if i've got someone toxic in my presence I either behave in a way that makes it very clear that, look, stay away from me. I don't want to be involved with you. Or I just call him out. And yes, at times it does come off very confrontational. But I feel like I'm too grown to be involved and put up with that kind of shit. You know, when you have some guy who's just chatting so much rubbish about anything and or is, you know, degrading other people around you and just like, man, you don't even know that person. Or you're like, you're talking about something that was like 15, 20, 30 years ago. How are you even trying to, and I, I, that whole, I don't want him around me is very, very in my nature now, built into my DNA. And I could just relate to it from John's delivery on that. Yeah, I've definitely felt that when somebody's got that kind of energy and you just, you just have no time for it. And you're just like, I just, I just want to be somewhere where this person isn't like just, and, and so sometimes there's like a pressure to entertain those people like, oh, they're a character and you have to kind of play along. And I'm like, I, I just don't want to engage with them. I've got, got, no, got no energy for it. Too old for this shit. Uh, you know, when you hear some, sh- that oh, I've had some experiences where I've had some really chauvinistic men just talk about how they've banged this girl and they've been with that girl or this or whatever. Yeah. And like, back in the day, you'd smirk or you'd laugh or you'd just giggle because everyone else giggling around it. Now, I literally just, just, just stare at him. I stare at that person straight in the face or I just go, bye and i just walk out and people and i've had people say abby like is there something is he is he something wrong with him or whatever and it's just like nah man i just i can't be dealing with that kind of because you know it's bullshit you don't trust it for the one second and it's way more to it than what they're talking about but they're so used to it they're that caricature that you're so used to playing that caricature that you end up like they naturally get people giggling and laughing with them and i'm like no no, 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 no. i ain't doing none of that stuff man like I don't believe you or I just don't I don't really care for it so it's so true so relatable nice you're up again they say the good die young so the bad die old guess we're somewhere in the middle so just pray for my soul all I want to do is right but all I'm seeing is wrong the first two lines are so reflective and honest about all of us I think too many of us in this world walk through life thinking that they're a saint or that they've never, ever, ever made mistakes in their life. And it's just pure fallacy. Don't go around thinking that you've never been a bad person to anyone ever. I feel like it's a form of arrogance that is actually really hard to resolve. You know, if you're a bad person and you kind of own the fact that you were a bad person back then, you can resolve that quite quickly. If you're someone that thinks, I've never bullied anyone in my life or I've never said anything bad to someone. I've never been confrontational. I'm just like this living saint. I've never done anything wrong. I actually think it's a really, really difficult form of arrogance that that's hard to resolve. 
And I love the way that this last line could be read, which is like, all John wants to do is write. So he wants to write his raps. He wants to write tunes about better and happier things in his lyrics. And yet he can't because all around him, all he sees is wrong. And at the same time, all he wants to do is he wants to do right actions in his life. He wants to live a, a, a life that's geared towards positivity. But again, all he can see is the wrong getting rewarded. And I, I really, really think that's a, a clever way a, and a clever chorus. And I think it's fast. I think he's a sick artist and I can't wait to check out some more of his catalogue. Nothing but love to John Connor and nothing but love to all John Connor's fans. Nothing but love to all the BRL listeners out there. Nothing but love to you, Alan. One. Peace. And I'm trying to stay strong, but it's taking its toll. And I ain't no better than you, so when you're playing this song, and you're feeling how I'm feeling, just know you ain't alone. Every day you wake up, another day that it's on. So we gotta wake up for what we're seeing is gone. It's gone. Cause shit's real. It's too real. <laughs>